Welcome to the Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. Today, Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare ride off to rescue a castle from a terrible beast and have a lot of adventures along the way. Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Princess Isabel and the Monster Princess Isabel woke up, jumped out of bed and ran down the stairs to the breakfast room, where King Daddy was huffing into the newspaper and Queen Mummy was studying a party invitation. She sat down and started to eat her toast and honey very, very quickly. Oh dear, King Daddy said, and Princess Isabel looked up. There's some trouble for them from the Loch Monster up near King Harold. It's being very badly behaved and churning the waters and disturbing everyone. Oh dear. Oh dear, said Queen Mummy, looking very worried. This is an invitation to King Harold and Queen Bridget's ball. They must be worried that the monster is going to spoil everything. The palace is right next to the water. King Daddy folded his newspaper in half, and Princess Isabel could see that he looked very worried. How dreadful! I wish there was something we could do. If only one could speak to the monster and find out why it is so upset. Princess Isabel started munching her toast even faster. What King Daddy had said had given her an idea. After breakfast, she tore down the stairs and rushed outside into Ulred the Unicorn's royal stable. The unicorn was tucking into his breakfast a big bucket of yummy porridge. Have you seen Harriet the... Princess Isabel started, but at that moment the hare leaped into the room. Harriet, Princess Isabel said urgently. She explained what she had heard at breakfast from Queen Mummy and King Daddy, then came to the big question that she had to ask her friend. Harriet, can you speak to Loch Monsters? Could we go and find out what is wrong? Harriet the hare, who could talk to all other animals, looked a little perplexed. Alice... I've never tried before, but they're probably a mix of fish and lizards and birds, so I can certainly try. Let's do it. Great, Princess Isabel grinned, and at that moment Cook appeared in the doorway with a big picnic in her arms. Princess Isabel grinned again. Once Ulred the Unicorn had finished his breakfast, the three friends set off, with Ulred galloping so fast that the trees and ground seemed to fly past them. Harriet the Hare was reading a map, but they had a long way to go. As they continued on their journey, the land became more rugged and the air colder. Princess Isabel wrapped her adventure cloak closely around her and they journeyed further. Eventually they saw mountains and a large body of water stretching out ahead of them. We're here, Harriet the Hare said. Where do you think we'll find the... But just then, in the middle of the loch, there was a huge disturbance in the water with splashing and spurting and gushing, and in the middle of it, an absolutely enormous monster that looked a bit like a dragon and a bit like a worm. It splashed around, then disappeared again. Princess Isabel gulped. I thought it would be a bit smaller, she said in a quiet voice. Me too, Harriet the Hare agreed. Ulred started walking again, and they soon came to the water's edge. What do you think we do? Princess Isabel asked. They didn't really know. Princess Isabel started to throw some rocks into the water. 
and Harriet the Hare started making very strange noises, which she told the others was her trying to speak a language that the monster would understand. But nothing happened. They were just about to give up when a horse and rider rushed up to them. Stop, 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 it's not safe! A boy jumped off the horse and ran towards them. He had dark curly hair and a very lovely woolen jumper. Hello, there's a monster in this loch and he's in a bad mood. It's better not to disturb him. Princess Isabel walked over to him. We're actually trying to disturb him. My friend Harriet the Hare can speak to any animal in the world, or almost. So we're trying to talk to him so that we can find out why he's so upset, so that King Harold and Queen Bridget's ball can go ahead and so that the monster can be happy again. The boy looked confused. How do you know about the ball? he asked. My parents only sent out the invitations yesterday, though it does look like we may have to cancel. My Queen Mummy and King Daddy got an invitation, Princess Isabel explained. I'm Princess Isabel. The boy grinned. Oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Prince Hamish. He stuck out his hand, and the princess shook it. It's still a bad idea to disturb the monster like this, though. It'll only make him angry, and he wouldn't listen even if your friend can talk to him. Oh, Princess Isabel was disappointed. They had come a long way and all for nothing. But I do have an idea, Prince Hamish continued. Every day at the castle, we cast some food into the water for the beast, and he's always there to eat it. Maybe we could try to speak to him then. Princess Isabel grinned. It's definitely worth a try, she said. We'll have to hurry, Prince Hamish grinned back. Let's see if your unicorn can keep up. Both of them mounted and rode quickly through the forest, around the loch, until they reached a tall castle, built of dark stone, reaching up into the sky. Prince Hamish led the way to a sort of courtyard by the water, where some people were getting ready to throw some roast chickens, some bacon sandwiches, and a chocolate cake into the water. Prince Hamish let out a sigh of relief. We made it on time, he said. Let's get ready. Princess Isabel placed Harriet the hare on the edge of the wall. The little hare was trembling, and Princess Isabel put her hand on her back. The people put the food into the water, and immediately a movement began below the water, a rippling shifting, and then the head of the loch monster appeared. It was an amazing blue that seemed to shift like the water, with long spines and what looked like little fins surrounding his face. Princess Isabel felt Harriet the Hare begin to speak, but with all the commotion no one could hear her. Princess Isabel gathered up all her breath and shouted, Hey, monster! The commotion stopped, and the monster stopped very still for a moment before gliding silently through the water and bringing its enormous head to rest right in front of Princess Isabel's. Princess Isabel gulped. Harriet Hare seemed frozen. This would be a really good time to start speaking Loch Monster, Harriet, Princess Isabel whispered. The dragon stared, and time seemed to go very, very slow. And then suddenly Harriet the Hare began to speak. Princess Isabel had never heard her friend make noises like that, and it seemed the Loch Monster was surprised too. It lowered its head and looked hard at Harriet the Hare, who Princess Isabel could feel trembling under her touch. And then, eventually, after what seemed like forever, it began to make the same sort of noises back and then disappeared into the water again. 
Everyone breathed a sigh of relief. It's his teddy bear, said Harriet. He's lost his teddy bear. Oh dear, said Prince Hamish, frowning. No wonder he's sad, said Princess Isabel also. I suppose we'd better help him to find it. I wonder what we can do. I can get all the fishermen to go out in their boats to look for it, said Prince Hamish. What does it look like? Maybe we could ask some of the creatures in the loch to help, said it, Princess Isabel eagerly. It's big and fluffy and pink, said Harriet the Hare with a little laugh, and it's called Morag. Princess Isabel nodded seriously. Then Prince Hamish told them where the seals in the loch were. They would need a boat to get there, and so he took them down to the water and gave them a little blue boat. Alred the unicorn wouldn't fit inside, but Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare climbed in and pushed off into the loch, leaving Prince Hamish to go and speak to the fisherman. The loch was big and cold, and the water was dark. Princess Isabel shivered and wished that Alred the unicorn had been able to come with them. Look, Harriet the Hare said. Princess Isabel was rowing the boat, but she looked over the side. Underneath them was moving an enormous blue shimmering shape. The monster was going with them. Princess Isabel's arms were tired by the time they got to the seal island. They landed and Princess Isabel tied up the boat. It was a large, rocky island, and right now there weren't any seals at all. We probably scared them off, Harriet the Hare said. Let's wait a while. So they sat down on the rocks and soon Princess Isabel remembered the picnic that Cook had packed and they munched some sausage rolls and delicious tomatoes and yummy cheese and, of course, a big piece of chocolate cake. When they had finished the picnic, they heard a sound from the other side of the island and decided to walk over very carefully. They crept through the rocks, looking ahead of them. Princess Isabel saw some seals and stopped dead still. You'd better speak to them first, she whispered to Harriet the Hare, so they don't run away. The hare nodded and began to speak in a fishy, swishy sort of way. The seals lifted their heads. Then Harriet the hare nodded to Princess Isabel, and they slowly moved closer to the seals. Harriet the hare spoke to them more, then laughed. They are surprised that the monster is making such a big fuss about the teddy, but they will help us. This is Sandra Seal, and the little one is Sammy. Two seals nodded their heads enthusiastically, and Princess Isabel dropped them a curtsy. Thank you so much, she said. The seals flopped down into the water, then swished away. Look, Princess Isabel said, pointing out at the lake. From all directions, fishing boats were setting off, but instead of trailing fishing rods behind them, they were full of fishermen scanning the water anxiously, all looking for the monster's teddy bear. Princess Isabel sat down next to Harriet the Hare. Harriet explained that Sandra and Sammy the seals were going to get all the seals in the loch to look for the teddy, and they would come back and tell them what was happening soon. Soon they decided that they should search the island just in case the teddy had washed up there, but there was no sign of a teddy. After they returned, it wasn't long before the seals came back, shaking their heads. They've not found it, Harriet said, after the seals had barked their report to her. They've looked in every single bit of the loch. Princess Isabel frowned as Harriet the Hare thanked the seals. I suppose we'd better get back to the castle. Maybe the fishermen have pulled it out of the loch. 
they got back into the boat, and Princess Isabel began to row. She didn't know why it felt much easier this time, before she looked over the side and saw that the seals were pushing them along. She smiled. When they got back to the castle, Prince Hamish met them on the jetty. Have you found it? Prince Hamish and Princess Isabel spoke together. Then both of them laughed, then shook their heads. I think it must be out of the lock, Prince Isabel said urgently. The seals and the fishermen would have found it if it was still there. Just then, Holred the unicorn appeared. He looked very concerned and began to speak to Harriet the hare, who translated quickly. Alred has found a piece of pink fluff that could be from the teddy. He says we should go with him. Princess Isabel and Prince Hamish looked at each other. They really hoped that the teddy bear was going to be okay, but a piece of fluff on its own was worrying. Princess Isabel climbed onto Alred the unicorn's back and Prince Hamish mounted his horse. Alred set a fast pace, going into the forest until, just as he said, they came across a small piece of pink fluff stuck to a tree. Princess Isabel removed it carefully, then rode further into the forest. They found another piece of fluff a little further in, then another, then another. Then there were none. Princess Isabel climbed a tree to look further, but she couldn't see any flashes of pink. They decided to keep riding just in case, and suddenly tumbled into a clearing. In the middle of the clearing was a den made out of sticks of wood, all leant up against each other to make a space inside. There were signs of a campfire outside, and a pail of water and a makeshift flag showing a picture of a swallow flew on a long stick stuck into the ground. Prince Hamish dismounted. I knew that flag, he said curiously, and approached the hut. Borny, he called out loudly, Borny! Princess Isabel looked at Harriet the hare, wondering what on earth was going on. Then Prince Hamish shouted and fell over backwards and there was someone on top of him. And they ran over to him before seeing that he was laughing and the person on top of him was a little girl. When she saw them, she stood up and brandished a wooden sword. Allow me to present my sister, Princess Borny, Prince Hamish said, dusting off his clothes as he stood up. I'm not a princess, the girl said fiercely. I'm a knight and I challenge you to a duel. Oh, you don't want to do that, Bonnie. Prince Hamish said with a grin. This is Princess Isabel, and she's a real adventurer. She has climbed the tallest mountain and rescued a unicorn. She has a magical hair that can speak to all animals, and she's on a very important quest. Princess Bonnie gaped. How come you're allowed to do that? She stuck her sword into the ground and crossed her arms. Not fair. And what's your quest, anyway? Princess Isabel grinned. Maybe when you're a little older, you'll be allowed to go on adventures too. But maybe you can help me with my quest already. I'm looking for a special item to placate a terrible beast. The Loch Monster has lost his teddy bear, and until he finds it, he will continue to wreak havoc on the whole loch. Bonnie looked interested. And what does this teddy bear look like? It's pink and fluffy. Have you seen it, Bonnie? Prince Hamish looked at his sister carefully. She scowled, stamped her foot once, then disappeared into her hut. Princess Isabel looked across at Prince Hamish. What does that mean? she whispered. But before he could reply, Bonnie appeared at the door of the den, dragging a giant, bright, pink teddy bear. You found it, Princess Isabel said happily. You stole it, 
Prince Hamish said crossly. It's mine, finders keepers. Bonnie looked very, very stubborn. Don't be stupid, Bonnie, Prince Hamish started, but Princess Isabel interrupted. Bonnie, how would you like to have a ride on a unicorn? Prince Hamish looked hopeful. Bonnie looked excited. Alred the unicorn looked terrified. Princess Isabel continued. If you give us back the teddy for the lock monster, you can ride with me on Alred the unicorn's back all the way to the castle. Princess Bonnie took a little time to consider, then thrust the teddy bear towards Prince Hamish and held up her arms towards Princess Isabel, who laughed, then lifted her onto Ulred the unicorn's back, picked up Harriet the hare, and swung onto Ulred herself. The sky was beginning to darken above them. We'd better be quick, Prince Hamish called, getting ready to gallop. The ball will start soon and the monster will not be happy without his teddy. They moved quickly through the trees. After a while they came to a road and Princess Isabel saw a procession of carriages. She gasped. There was Queen Mummy and King Daddy's carriage. She didn't have time to stop. They raced through the darkness, Princess Bonnie laughing and screaming as Ulred went flat out. Finally they reached the edge of the lake. Next to them the castle was lit up with a thousand beautiful lights gleaming against the night sky. The sound of lovely music drifted towards them, and the smells of an amazing feast made their way from the castle. Prince Hamish jumped off his horse and ran to the edge of the jetty. There, in front of him, the loch monster rose out of the water, sending water cascading all around them. They were soaking wet. The monster roared and its eyes flashed. Princess Isabel could tell it was about to attack, but Prince Hamish held up the teddy, and it stopped. It dropped back into the water, then started to paddle to them until it was at the edge. Prince Hamish carefully passed it the teddy, and the monster took it very carefully in his teeth, then swam around keenly, making funny noises. Harriet the hare laughed. He's just like a puppy, really. He says, thank you so much, and please can he have more chocolate cake? All of them laughed, and then in a moment, Queen Mummy and King Daddy appeared. Princess Isabel explained what had happened, and they looked very surprised. Well, Princess Isabel, you've certainly had your adventure for today, King Daddy said with a laugh. And now I've got a pretty dress for you to wear to the ball. Come along inside. Queen Mummy took Princess Isabel by the hand, and she winked to the others before being led inside. The ball was amazing. There was wonderful dancing and music and food, and Princess Isabel looked nice in a blue dress, and Prince Hamish and Princess Bonnie reluctantly nice in green. Everyone toasted their bravery at rescuing the teddy and saving the ball. But, after such a big day of adventures, as soon as they had eaten some of the feast, they wanted to dance, but decided to sit down for a little bit. Before long, they were all fast asleep. The End Thanks for listening. In our next episode, Princess Isabel goes to her birthday party, but everything goes wrong when she gives a friend a present. Don't miss out. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you're the first to hear our brand new stories every week. Bye.